This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is promising that Ukraine will respond to the massive aerial assault launched by Russia yesterday, which killed at least 30 people and injured more than 160. NPR's Alyssa Nadwarney reports foreign leaders and the U.N. Security Council have expressed outrage. In a video address, Zelensky did not provide any details of how Ukraine would retaliate. But Russia's defense ministry claimed that Ukraine sent drones and U.S.-made missiles into Russian territory following the attack. Ukrainian officials have not confirmed that claim. U.S. President Joe Biden was among those condemning the attack, the largest since the war began. Biden urged Congress to approve billions of dollars in funding for Ukraine that's currently stalled. According to the Institute for the Study of War, Russia will likely continue to launch large-scale aerial attacks to beat down Ukrainian morale and limit the country's military capabilities. Alyssa Nadwarny, NPR News, Lviv. Israeli warplanes today struck two urban refugee camps in central Gaza. The bombardment came hours after the Biden administration approved a new emergency weapons sale to Israel. Residents report intense gun battles between Israeli troops and Hamas fighters. More from the BBC's Yolanda Nell in Jerusalem. Israeli forces have been pounding Khan Yunus, seen as a stronghold of Hamas, as they prepare to advance further into the city. There's also been intense bombardment of Nusrat in central Gaza. With new Israeli ground operations driving tens of thousands of people to flee, there are reports of an increased spread of diseases. In the past week, the UN's humanitarian agency says it's been able to bring in hundreds of thousands of vaccines, but it complains only a trickle of aid is reaching Gazans. Israel says it's not limiting aid and that the problem is with distribution. The BBC's Yolanda Nell in Jerusalem. A year-end rally pushed the stock market into near-record territory. NPR's Scott Horsley reports the Dow closed just shy of an all-time high. Despite a down day on Friday, all the major stock indexes gained ground during the shortened trading week between Christmas and New Year's. The Dow jumped eight-tenths of a percent, the S&P 500 rose a third of a percent, and the Nasdaq inched up a tenth of a percent. Stocks have been surging in recent weeks after the Federal Reserve signaled it's probably done raising interest rates to fight inflation. Fed officials say they expect to cut rates this coming year by an average of three-quarters of a percentage point. Investors are now betting those rate cuts will begin as early as March. 2023 was a banner year for stocks. The Dow jumped 14 percent, the S&P rose 24 percent, and the Nasdaq soared a whopping 43 percent. Scott Horsley, NPR News. It's true that more stores are open on New Year's Day than Christmas, but check ahead if you're stocking up for a party. Hours are shortened even at the big stores like Costco, Aldi, and Trader Joe's. This is NPR. The aviation industry has seen its share of turbulence this year. Unruly passengers tangled with flight attendants and their fellow passengers more often than they did before the coronavirus pandemic. NPR's Joel Rose has details. The FAA says there were close to 2,000 reported incidents involving unruly passengers in 2023. That's a sharp decline from the height of the pandemic when mask mandates fueled many of those clashes. Now those mandates are gone, but these incidents are still happening far more than before. Sarah Nelson is the president of the Association of Flight Attendants Union. She says crowding is a big reason why. Today we're seeing that every single seat is filled up. 
the more you have humanity packed into one uh, location, the more likely it is that there's conflict. Airlines are flying fewer flights than they were before the pandemic, but with a similar number of passengers. Joel Rose, NPR News, Washington. The Italian city of Venice is putting its foot down on large groups of tourists. Starting in June, groups will be limited to 25 people. This is in addition to a five euros per person daily charge on tourists between April and mid-July. Google has settled a major class action lawsuit while the tech giant had led users to believe their incognito mode protected their browser activity along with similar similar private modes in other browsers. The lawsuit claimed that Google tracked users' private browsing data. The original penalty sought was $5 billion. The final decision of the federal judge overseeing the case is yet to be announced. The suit was filed in 2020. I'm Louise Schiavone, NPR News, Washington. 